What's up, family? Welcome back to the podcast. It's your boy, Jay to the R. And you are listening to Making Music with Jay to the R. And I hope we have another interesting podcast for you. I will let you be the judge. But before we dive into that, let's do a little house cleaning. If you're not familiar with who I am, go check out my YouTube channel. It's Jay to the R. Or you can just look it up, youtube.com backslash J to the R. We got the Cubase Pretorials tutorials. We got the Personas tutorials. We talk about Pro Tools. I make beats. We got beat tutorials. You name it, I try to provide it as a service and because it's just fun to do. Then we got the podcast, what you're listening to now. So if you haven't listened to the podcast, you're definitely going to want to go back and listen to the previous episodes. You will find some jewels in them. I got two interviews from two slamming producers that I feel like you definitely need to check out. One of them is Easy to Knock and the other one is Mini Producer. These producers are hustling, they on their grind, and if you are a an ex, aspiring music producers, you may want to check out what they're talking about because there might be some stuff in there that you're not doing that you can do. So, but today, uh, now that we got that out of the way, today I just kind of want to talk to y'all a little bit. This podcast won't be too long at all. And what I want to talk about is the different DAWs. So, I recently built another home studio in my movie theater, which I'm not using because the system is kind of the movie theater system. The project is kind of antiquated and I find myself downstairs watching the 75 inch HUD TV all the time anyway. So I really don't have any use for it and I wanted something to build for my son. So I built a studio up there and in that studio, the software I am using is Pro Tools 2020, the subscription service. It's only like $27 a month. So it's a pretty good value because you get a lot of plugins and stuff like that. But down here in my old studio, which is my office, and really the one that I still use because my friend because my son has his friends up there recording and ain't got time for no COVID. So I don't know what them kids bringing it up in here. So I try to stay away from there as much as possible and still record down in my office. So in my office, I was like, okay, so what I want to do, do I want to stay with this uh, Pro Tools 12 or whatever it was I'm using and Cubase Elements 10.5 or do I want to uh, get another subscription or use that same subscription? Because with the Pro Tools subscription, you can load it on more than one computer. You just can't run them both at the same time. But um, I could see potential conflicts with that. So I needed another dollar and I didn't want to pay another $27. So a month. So I dove into, I went looking around at Personas. Personas was only like 15, 14 99 
for what they call the persona spear. And in the persona spear, you get, uh, man, why am I burping? You get Studio One Five Professional. You get their notation software. You get you get their entire loop library, and you also get their entire plug-in library for fourteen ninety-nine a month, or you could just pay a flat rate of one sixty-nine a year. So I'm like, you know what? I like Personas. I like the free version. Maybe I should try that out. So I tried it out. Now, this is pretty much what this podcast is going to be about. What I think about that Persona Studio 5 Professional. Well, let's just say this. They have tons and tons of features to uh, speed up your workflow. If you are a noob to recording, just looking at it and might can be a little bit overwhelming just get the free version and use that first because the professional version it's got so much that you can do with it i could see it being a little bit overwhelming for a new person now comparing that to pro tools the pro tools 2020 you know pro tools is still the same they got the same damn features basically the same features they've had since day one i've been a long time pro tools user way back when you had the uh i had a digi 001 way back then i think that may have been pro 2 2 pro 2 3 anyway so i've had it for a long time i've had inbox setups whatnot so and i can tell you ain't too much didn't change in that program so that is a big disadvantage because you're still paying that top dollar money and really i don't even know why it's still considered an industry standard but i will say this it's so simple and easy to use. The GUI is just so simple looking, but it's a great software. It's, you know, it's kind of hard to move away from it because how many people or software companies can say that you can create a software as robust as Pro Tools is, but still make it look so simple and make it so simple to use that's kind of hard to do with the personas uh, studio one five professional it's a it packs a lot of features and you see and and you know it you you can as soon as you boot it up you know this motherfucker got a lot of shit on one of the things that i do like about the personas uh software is among a few other ones is the fact that, dude, check this out. When you need to create uh, like an effect bus, all you have to do is drag that effect to the scene of the channel you're trying to put it on and it will automatically create the effects bus. Whereas in Pro Tools, now anybody that know music production knows that's a game changer because when you in every other software you have to create the bus and then you have to do your routing and then you add your plug-in that's like three or four steps with persona studio one five professional all you have to do is one motion is drag the plug-in to the channel that you want it to uh to be on and it automatically creates the uh let's let's just say you're trying to create a reverb scene you just drag that reverb to that vocal channel seeing and it will create that reverb bus put the plug-in in it 
and routing. So with one motion, you do three steps that you would do in pretty much most other dolls. So you really just can't beat that. And then they have their uh, the game feature to where you can select a gain envelope and you can put your little points in it and just drag it down a little bit. Whereas most other ones, you have to print. You have to go to the, like in Pro Tools, you, got, you have to go to Audio Suite and then you have to select the gain, highlight the section you want and print it. You have to print it, which is not necessarily the best thing to do. Whereas, like I said, in Personas, it's, it's, the gain is an envelope. And you can, and when you're pulling it down, you can see the waveform is getting smaller. So, man, game changer. And another thing that I like about the Persona Studio 1.5 Professional, and it's this this is the same on any versions, is the fact that you can detach the mixer. So if you have a two-screen setup, like I do, you can detach that mixer and bring it to the other screen. And then just have your your uh, your editing screen on the uh, and your menus and stuff on another screen. In Pro Tools, you kind of kind you kind of gotta drag. Well, no, you don't kind of have to. You have to drag the screen across the um, two screens, and then pull the, the mixer over there, and then put the edit screen over there, and then expand it so it takes the whole screen. So it's just a whole bunch of steps. Where in Personas, again. Click one button, boom, it's on your other screen. So when it comes to stuff like that, man, I'm telling you, it's hard to beat Persona Studio 1.5 Professional. So, um, yeah, so I really like that. I think it's really cool. But for some reason, though, man, I can't put my finger on it. I still like recording in Pro Tools. It's kind of like Pro Tools is like my safe space. You know what I'm saying? But before I dive into anything else, I want y'all to check out this first song that I did. It's an R&B song too. What? First song I've done in Persona Studio One Five Professional. It's not my beat. The I don't remember who produced the beat. I got it off YouTube. You know how we do. Um, so I'm gonna play this song for you, and y'all shoot me an email or something. Let me know what you think about it. Or better yet, just subscribe to this podcast, and that way I know you like it. If you keep coming back and listening to this podcast. Anyway, I'm going to play that for you right now. Sure, this where I belong. I belong. 
Tune, or that would even sound like more uh, Garla Barbage. But anyway, that's the first song, and I kind of liked that little song. And it was easy to do in Persona Studio One Five Professional. It was very easy to do. And so I also took the song, took the same song. That leads me to my next point that I love about this uh, uh, Persona Studio One. So I said, okay. Let me take this song, export it out, and mix it in my in Cubase 10.5 and mix this song in Pro Tools and see which one is easier to do. I gotta say, the best versions was the first version, but that's usually the case anyway. But here's the thing. In Persona Studio 1.5 Professional, from here on out, I'm just going to call it Studio One. Y'all know what I'm talking about by now. But anyway, in the particular software, you there's a function that allows you to export your song out into stems. And you can tell it whether or not you want effects put on it. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. What other software do you know allows you to do it so easy and effortless? So all I had to do was click... Uh, 
export to stems or something like that and boom it printed out each stem done no soloing every each track and rendering or bouncing you just hit that one button and it does it for you and check this out let's say you mixed a song in uh personas you're doing an album or whatnot so you just got finished with song one well there's a feature in there that allows you to create a project that project is what you will use for your mastering so you can assign that project to your songs so anytime that you update the song or whatever it will automatically go to that particular project so let's just say you're working on a couple of songs okay they're they're automatically going into the project section which is your mastering section because it automatically imports that particular mix down into the project which is phenomenal right there but let's say you go back and you listening to the master or whatnot you're like oh man i forgot to take out that i forgot to add this so you go back to the mix section the mix session you make whatever changes you're going to make and then you save it that's all you got to do you go back to your project session which is your mastering session and it will detect that you made changes in the mix session and ask you if you want to import that particular new file that has the changes <laughs> who comes i can't make this up it's just so simple to do it's just so simple so um so i have to keep asking myself why do i still like pro tools so much and the only thing that i can think of is it's still just so it's simple and it's easy and it just does what I needed to do. But at the same time, Persona Studio One, uh, Persona Studio One, the perfect professional version, you can do so much. But when I'm mixing, okay, first of all, I'm old school. So if I could mix with a hardware, um, control surface or a mixer, I would, I still would. In fact, in the studio upstairs, I bought a Command 8, and it is amazing. You can get stuff now for Pro Tools, like the stuff, it used to be thousands of dollars. I bought that Command 8 for under $200, and it worked flawlessly on Pro Tools 2020, on a Windows 10 um, uh, 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 operating system. I bought a Digi 003, installed a Fire a firewire cord in my computer and boom it works perfect it sounds good this is all stuff i could not afford back when it was out new now i can and the stuff still sounds amazing it still has a lot more features than half the stuff you can pay today that has stuff you buy for today so that's number that's a point right there of why i like why i'm still digging the pro tools stuff because now you can get that older stuff. In fact, I was thinking about putting together an HD system because you can get those components super cheap too. You know, you had to pay seven, eight thousand dollars for a, uh, you know, for an AD converter, a Pro Tools AD converter. Now you can get that same converter for two hundred forty-nine dollars on eBay. So you know, the shit is winning. It's winning, 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 winning. Going with the Pro Tools, but I digress. I just like 
the way that the mixing screen looks in Pro Tools. It's straight to the point. It reminds me of how it used to be when you didn't have a choice but to have a mixer and mix through it. In fact, I was thinking about getting, I've been looking for a control surface, which is kind of overkill for this little studio down here in my office. It's studio setup. I wouldn't even call it studio. I have nothing on the walls or nothing. But, um, you know, I'm looking for that. And I'm thinking about getting another Command 8. I kind of want to try a Digi 002 the one that has the mixer on it but i want to make sure because those are like dirt cheap but i want to make sure that it's going to work i know the three will work but the three is kind of pricey as far as um maybe like 300 dollars, which is still cheap but i ain't looking to spend 300 dollars in this particular setup but you can get the 002 uh, audio interface the one with the motorized faders not the rack mount you can still get that for about 200 So I don't know, but I got to make sure that that works before I get that. Or either I may just find me another Command 8 because that Command 8 is what that is, baby. But um, but we'll see about that. If I did that, I wouldn't have any place to put my keyboard. Right now, it's pretty simple. I have the my KeyStation 49 sitting in front of my monitor, which is like 32-inch curve monitor and a wireless keypad and mouse in front of it and my speakers my audio interface sitting on top of the speakers which is a fast track duo which is probably about time to upgrade because i can tell you this that digi 003 sounds better than this fast track duo but i like m audio it's lasted me a a long time and it still gets the job done but i kind of want to upgrade it a little bit i kind of need to upgrade them the my mic too down here but I still digress. Back to the software. So Personas is absolutely amazing. You get almost, you get a loops, you get all of this stuff. If you don't know how to do nothing, you can just drag and drop them loops in there and make your own song. But uh, man, I just keep going back to Pro Tools for mixing and stuff. It's just seemed, I just have more fun mixing a song in Pro Tools. Cubase, Cubase is there. I still like Cubase. Cubase Elements 10.5. When it comes to like beat production and samplers and stuff like that, I don't really think you can beat Cubase. Personas has, Personas is good, excuse me. Personas is good, but it's not Cubase when it comes to music production. Cubase just makes it so easy. It's, it's just simple as that. It just makes it so easy. But to me, the audio, that, but to me, the GUI on Cubase is not, shit, did I say Cubase? The GUI on Cubase is not fun to look at. I don't like it. It's like I'm looking at a video game. I just don't like that interface. And I really don't like how they do groups and subs and all of that. So they could work work on that a little bit. Maybe the professional version is a little bit better. And I, but I can tell you right now, if they had a subscription service, I would definitely try that out, and would probably go with that over the Personas. I'm not even sure I'm going to keep the Personas uh, subscription. That's another beauty about it. You can try it out. See if you don't like it, then forget about it. You know. So, and I mean that's the beauty thing about the. Uh, Pro Tools subscription too, you know I'm paying twenty seven dollars a month. If for some reason 
I can't afford that no more. Then I can just let it go. There's no contract or nothing. I've made, I've got my use out of it. And there's no way I would be able to afford to, to run the software any other way. So a lot of people hate the subscription services, but because you, you never own it, but I can tell you, I don't really care about owning it. I may not, you know, my taste change. I don't want to be stuck. Okay. Like for instance, I bought the Cubase elements 10.5. I bought the 9.5 too, and then upgraded to 10.5, but I don't use it that much. So now I kind of feel like I wasted my money on that. Whereas if I, if it was just a subscription service, I would have done got my money out of it and been done with it. And then I can switch to something else if I so choose to and don't feel like I just got this software that I paid money for just sitting on my computer doing nothing for most of the time. But I still use it and I still like it for music production. I probably like that a little bit more than uh, FL Studio just because of the instruments are better in Cubase than what are in what is in uh, FL Studio, which is a powerful applic power powerful application too in its own right. But anyway, I just want to give y'all, I just want to give y'all an overview, a brief whoop-de-doo on what I think about this new Persona Studio 5 versus Pro Tools to see what I think about it. Just to let y'all know what I think about it and the kind of the dilemma. I am that I, I am in now in determining which one I want to keep, which one I want to stay with. I don't know. Let me know what y'all think. I don't know how you're going to do it. Shoot me an email. Shit. Go on my YouTube. Shit. Leave me us in the comments. Let me know what you're going to, what y'all think about that. But anyway, this is your boy J to the R and you have been listening to making music with J to the R. I hope you like this episode. Hope I didn't bore you too much. Thank you for tuning in. Keep tuning in. I'm going to keep dropping them. Peace.